thinking. Hello and welcome to I've Been Thinking, Kim's Coaching. I am your host, Dr. Kim Regis. Please be sure to like, leave a comment, or DM me at Coach Kim Regis on Instagram or Facebook. I would be delighted to hear what you've been thinking. Hey, hey, good people. Last week on I've Been Thinking, Kim's Coaching, we talked about your knowledge is not common knowledge. And I hope that that was value added for you because that is why I'm in, I am here. And that's why I started this podcast to bring value and add value to your life. And to be honest, to my life, this is something that fills my bucket and keeps me connected to others in so many ways. People have been reaching out and giving me feedback um, through email, phone calls, text messages, through the app um, on Anchor in so many different ways through LinkedIn. You can find me on social media at Coach Kim Regis or on Twitter at Kim Regis. So please reach out. That is one way that I continue to have content that brings value to your life. And that's how we stay connected in this global world. And so that is so very important. This week, I want to talk about something that is also important. And along this same theme of jobs, we're in the graduation season. It is important for us who have reached higher heights in our careers to continue to pour into our youth and to our adults as they continue to transition into new careers and new parts of their life on their journey. And so I started to think about some more of the lessons that I've learned along the way. And a lot of those came from being turned down for jobs, the job that I really thought that I wanted and sometimes that I really did want. And when you get that no, I mean, that can really burn and really feel bad. And so I thought about what do you tell someone when they get a no? And so today I'm going to share some thoughts about that. The first thing is no usually does mean no. Yet there's some things that you can gain from that on the other side. So what do you do when you don't get the job? The first thing I recommend you do is you do some self-reflection. And I know that sounds cliche. I get it because it's probably the last thing you want to do sometimes because you're just mad especially when you go in there and you nail it. I mean, you got the outfit, you got everything. And you are like, I know that job is mine. I am the best candidate for this. And then you either don't get a call or you get a call and say they went with someone else. And you just can't even figure out why. And the reason I say start with self-reflection is because first of all, you probably need to cool down. I have been in a situation where I had to take a couple of days off work to get my head straight, especially when it's an internal job. And so you don't want to be hot-headed because you don't want to make a bad impression. There is a possibility that you'll get to circle back and be chosen for another opportunity. Candidates sometimes rescind their acceptance. Sometimes the company changes their mind. I mean, and maybe you won't want the job after that, but it is a possibility. So don't burn your bridge. So self-reflection is a great place to start. Also, my mama always said that sometimes no saves you from something. Actually, I just was talking to someone, a coworker, a colleague, and she thought she wanted something. And to find out the company was in bad shape. There was a lot of bad things going on. And the people that she knew that had started working there were starting to jump ship. So that thing you might be rushing into head on 
it might actually be something that you didn't want in the first place. Things can look really good on the outside sometimes. So sometimes, even though you get a no, it can save you from heartache down the line. I've been in that position myself. The second thing is follow-up for feedback. I honestly have mixed feelings about this only because I haven't had the best luck with it. I mean, if you have a good recruiter, and there are some out there, they will give you feedback on what went wrong. And this is, in my opinion, more likely to happen internally or with someone that is just good at that part of the business. And I think it's good to be good at that part of the business because they are able to strategically get that feedback and to give you the feedback in a constructive way. And since not everybody's good at that, some people avoid it. Other people give you generic answers that are not helpful for you to grow as an individual. And then the potential employee doesn't reach back out because they've been used to getting generic answers, which is be the case um, in my experience in the past. When I don't hire someone, I try not to do that. You aren't qualified piece. I give the recruiter some meaningful feedback. And I think one of the issues people have with meaningful feedback is they don't have an objective standard to which they're interviewing people by, which is a whole nother issue that goes into diversity, equity, and inclusion. We don't have time for that here, but I think I'll cover that in another episode. Because if you're just going on a gut feeling and a hunch only, then that just means you're going by your biased experiences in your life. And that can be a problem for the people you're hiring because then you're just hiring people that you just relate to or that you're used to. And you can't be used to every type of person. And so, okay, I said I wasn't going to go on that pedestal, so let me get off of it. But anyway, so when you ask for feedback, you might not get it, but I think it's worth a try. I know it's worth a try. And if you don't get any solid feedback, that's okay. At least you asked. And then the last thing that I think you should do is if it really was a job you were interested in, keep in touch. I know one of the jobs that I did get I almost wasn't going to get it because the hiring person was not interested in me. They had another candidate in mind. And something in me told me that. I don't know what it was, call it intuition. Um, but I decided to send an article that I had written with one of my professors in college. And it happened to be related to the topic that would be my main practice area that I was going into. And so I emailed it to the hiring person and that clinched the deal. So I, I had sent the thank you letters and all those things, but they needed something to push them over the edge. Because when you get through the initial screening process, your resume already speaks for itself, all those things, you're on a level playing field in the sense that they're interviewing you, right? So you have the basic criteria. There was something that happened in that question and answer conversation that for whatever reason, I didn't fully connect with the person. I don't know what it was, but when I sent them my papers and I showed them what I was working with, I showed them my receipts. They were like, okay, all right. You know what? I didn't connect with her in the interview, but that's okay. She is the one that we can continue to shape and mold and invest in. And she changed my mind. And so they did hire me. And that was the whole start of my advanced career. And so I would say that 
self-reflection is always good even if it's just to cool off and reset your strategy ask for feedback it, if that at the minimum it shows people that you're still interested and then if you really are interested keep in touch because most of the jobs that i've gotten it wasn't the job i interviewed for it was the one that people said you know what she's special they saw something in me and they kept me in mind for the future so don't burn the bridge whatever you go in for go in and give it your best it might not work out the way you thought it was going to and that is okay i promise it is because sometimes the opportunity that is ahead of you is bigger than you had in mind we always limit ourselves and i say always because we cannot conceive of what is available to us our minds don't think that big typically because we're humans and humans impose limits and brackets i want you to step outside of that and i want you to dream the impossible dream and then know that there's something out there even bigger than that impossible dream for you because the sky is the limit and beyond that if it's out there it's available and you can affirm it and manifest it for yourself. And I'm not talking the hokey stuff like if you just say it it will come to you. No, if you say it enough, it will start to manifest in your heart and your mind and you will believe it and then you put action steps behind it to make it happen. And that's something else I'll be talking about in the future. But in the meantime and between time, as we continue to talk about jobs and careers and positions, I want to keep on giving you this content. I want you to know that you need to subscribe to my email um, listserv and newsletter that's coming out soon. Go to www.kimregis.com and subscribe to email because I got some some very, very good things coming out. Um, like I said, I got a newsletter coming out soon. I write articles on Medium and Thrive Global, and you will always be the first to receive those. You get the friend link so you don't have to go um, through the paywall and all that. You just get it free content. Also, I have some mock interview sessions coming up and those are going to be extremely limited to at least six people, no more. And that is something that if you're going out for a job or you're looking to transition careers, it would be a good idea for you to do because you can get practice on answering those tough questions. Also, you can maybe get some coaching, one-on-one -on -one coaching. I have some streamlined processes to help you make those career transitions. Talking about career transitions and life transitions is a passion of mine. And so go to www.kimregis.com again and look at all of that information and continue to listen to the podcast. Reach out, talk to me. It's all about connection. And I'm here to keep building this community and share with your friends. Let me know how it's going. I'm just excited and continuing to be excited. I didn't know that I would be doing this still after a year, but I love it even more. It's not a burden. I'm just overwhelmed by the love and support. I was looking at the analytics today and to know that I have people in India and New Zealand and Africa and the Caribbean islands and just all over the world tuning in to this podcast just warms my heart. It is absolutely amazing. I never thought that would be possible. And I'm just really excited because all I ever wanted to do was help people. And I thought that would just continue to be within 
the walls of my city, my workplace, my place of worship, and that was it. And that was going to be something I was going to be content doing. And that's okay. But like I said, my mind cannot conceive of the possibilities, but I'm breaking out of that right now because there's so many more people to help, so many more people to reach. And so I'm reaching out to you. Reach back to me and let's keep this thing going. And with that, I'm going to close out today. And this has been another episode of I've Been Thinking Kim's Coaching. And I thank you for listening. And I'll see you next week. To schedule a session with Kim, visit www.kimrages.com where you can learn more about her. You can also book a free life coaching consultation. Find the link to her book, Meeting Just Fine, A Life-Changing Encounter, available on Amazon.com. View her TED Style talk and download useful resources. Tune in next week for more I've Been Thinking, Kim's Coaching.